There's a place. Out where the fake news is muffled. Past the point where politicians get silent. Where facts don't care about your feelings. Where PC is DOA. This is that place. Welcome to the last stop on the right. As Patrick Henry said to Harriet Tubman, when Sandra Day (laughs) O'Connor, starting to strain credulity a little bit, raised the American flag over Fort Apache in the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I feel like I should have been humming God bless America under all of that. The last pod. Verily I say unto ye, the last pod shouldst be the best pod Yo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> totally made sense until Sandra Day O'Connor got involved. Oh, wow. Not that Patrick Henry and Harriet Tubman were contemporaries at all, but you know, I just wanted to go with like a great Americans thing because it's the fourth of July edition of the last pod on the right. That it is. Here at laststopontheright.com and of course through our good friends at America's Podcast Network. This is KLRN Radio. Dot net. And we'd like to thank them, of course, for continuing to allow us to be a small part of their much bigger picture. Um, actually, I had a funny one for you. I am Ben Crystal. And I'm Mike Gable. And uh, we have an hour of podcast fabulosity coming your way. Actually, this week, I, I know we've talked before about the, the website Twitchy. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, was now a Salem Media property it was started by the great Michelle Malkin actually and uh, every now and what they do is they aggregate stuff from Twitter that's funny or remarkable, politically motivated generally right and a lot of the site is donated to the fact that it's just so easy to own the libs on Twitter well uh, which it's easy to own libs except you know be, when they're there you know they just because they never have the response it's always just they just make a crap ton of noise right because then whatever their talking point is it's always usually fairly shallow right and you know? typically when you when you own them on twitter they go bananas well, and block you well, that's what say so you disappear so yeah. yeah or yeah or twitter blocks you on their behalf <laughs> exactly. uh which has happened to me before by the way <laughs> yes. uh but um there was a twitchy bit this week and uh it it involved the actress Alyssa milano whom you may remember sam from who's the boss uh, she is now one of the leading intellectuals in the Democrat Party, which tells you a great deal about the, <laughs> where the Democrat Party is these days. But uh, I caught her. She was whining about the Redskins name. Right. She was whining about it. She said, oh, it's time for people. It's time for a, to force the Washington Redskins to change their name or whatever. And uh, it took me about five seconds to find an image of her modeling Redskins clothing from <laughs> the NFL catalog. And I'm like, oops, owned. You know? <laughs> And, uh, uh, you know, as usual. Hey, she's right there. It's absolutely time to change their name. The, the, they're not the Washington. They shouldn't be the Washington Redskins. They should just be the Redskins. Well, the Andover Redskins. Because yeah, they have not played in Washington in years. Yeah, so. that's, it, that's true. Also, of the of the two parts of that name, it's the Washington that I find the most offensive. <laughs> yeah, well. uh, anyway, so I caught her out on it. And uh, Twitchy picked it up. And it went viral. And, and they referred to me as a broadcast partner. Because a lot of the people at Twitchy are also here on KLRN. Right, right. And I just thought that was a, a nice act of charity by them. I was like, broadcast partner. I, I'm like, well, that beats cousin in the basement we don't talk about except when we have to. Well, he came up with a good one, so maybe we ought to at least mention his name one time. <laughs> Congratulations, Twitchy. <laughs> They're like, oh, man. Every now and then the guy's downstairs 
yeah, we, you know, we, we like to pretend that they're here. We <laughs> like to let them pretend that they're a part of the bigger picture. Even a blind hog finds an acre and every once in a while. It's a damn truth, ain't it? Okay, so we have a lot coming up today. I want to remind everybody before we get into it that you can contact us at any time through our website at laststopontheright.com. Of course, our Twitter feed at laststopotr. And uh, there is a Facebook group dedicated to us. So what, uh, we've got, um, yeah, it is the 4th of July. So we're going to be talking a little bit more, I guess, America centric. Yeah. I don't really think it's all that important to talk necessarily about what they're doing with COVID uh, approach in China, perhaps not this episode. It may come up, I don't know. (laughs) but I'll tell you what, one thing that doesn't change, whether it's a holiday weekend or otherwise would be the fact that the dumpster is a stinking. So, Mikey, why don't you crack it open and tell us what's in there this week. American culture on the skids. Man, we are as divided as we've been in a long time. It's been a long time since we've been this ugly around y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I also got, uh, what's in the name? Uh, well, it <laughs> depends on what the, it depends on how, who feels about the name. Right, I mentioned the Redskins thing a minute ago. Indians are the Cleveland Indians are also looking down the barrel of the woke shotgun. So we'll get into that, among other things. We'll get into that. Uh, (laughs) You know what? what? Epstein didn't kill himself. Neither did Maxwell. Yet, (laughs) yet, (laughs) and let me add a yet to that. Yet, (laughs) well, what an arrest that was! Boy, the media was not happy about that happening this week. They had their whole narrative set up to just roast Trump and use the 4th of July to remind everybody that really America sucks. It is a terrible place. Bibbity bobbity boo. All this, the usual crap. Right. And then Maxwell decides she's going to, uh, or I, she was back. She was hiding out in New Hampshire mm-hmm. in a, in, on a, in, I, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of the place. Mm-mm. She got some rich friends. Oh, no, sure. she bought it through like some kind of shell company. Right. Very nice location. She doesn't live there anymore. I can imagine. So, they they picked her up and boom that's <laughs> the dust department of justice laid that little turd right in the <laughs> middle of the democrat media complex's 4th of july punch bowl didn't they you know, like <laughs> hey you know if i'm bill clinton i'm looking mighty nervous right about now no fuck soul brother <laughs> no doubt and uh, we've got revenge of the Karens. Revenge of the Karens. Did you? I, I I loved it. I don't care who they are, what party they generally support, or what kind of law they practice. To the what is it, the the McConnellys, the the people down McCoskies, McCaskies, McCos- whatever their name is. Who? What? Ken and Karen uh, down oh, there oh. in uh, in in uh, oh, in St. Louis. I guns? love them. I know. It turns out they're actually big time Democrats. I know. But hey, you know what? But they're I, smart. They're I, gun owners and they protected their property. I love them. What and boy, I tell you, that dominate that story dominated the news cycle for an entire day this week. Mm-hmm. Two people trying to keep these terrorists away from their house. They're like, Oh my god, did you see this? They're pointing guns at me, 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 me. And I'm like, you know what, Ken, Karen, that's not their real names. I don't even care what their real names right. are. Right. I salute you. No in in the spirit of what made America great. 
and I thought that I you, Ben Crystal salute you. I thought you were the only person that could pull off holding an AR and wearing a pink polo. See now, but I could do it. <laughs> I know you could. Well, of course, I would demonstrate a lot more muzzle discipline. I gotta say, the, the, the <laughs> Ken and true. Karen have some remedial it, gun it was, handling work to do. It was sketchy at best. <laughs> it was a little on the sketchy side. I evidently, as we're recording this, by the way, uh, you mentioned American culture on the skids. Apparently, Farrakhan who is enjoying a little bit of a resurgence of late because his version, you know, the, that just unmitigated hate that he spe- has made a career out of spewing and his particular hate, of course, being infused with just vile anti-Semitism. That happens to be where the Democrat Party feels it needs to be these days. They have right. embraced anti-Semitism. So he's making a little bit of a comeback. So during the 4th of July celebrations, Farrakhan out there uh, uh, giving a speech talking about, I don't know, the white devil slave master or whatever the hell it is that he's on right. about. And right. I'm like, man... Take a look at that. You want to talk about American culture on the skids. Forget about the division. Forget about the problems we've been having trying to get the Democrats to get their heads out of their collective rear ends. Instead, let's focus on the fact that guys like that are enjoying career resurgences right now because of who the Democrats have become. Mm-hmm. You know, and I spoke to, uh, I was part of a social media thread this week on a, uh, another person's page and, uh, he, I don't remember what he was on about to begin with, but, uh, um, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, he was talking about the fact that the, they need to figure out what they're doing with unemployment and COVID relief payments hmm. because the $600 a month unemployment guarantee is going to run out and there isn't, there is not yet a plan in place to issue another COVID relief payout to American citizens. And this guy was upset about it. And he's not entirely wrong. Right. The reality is uh, these are unprecedented times. And it would not, the president has already signaled that he supports another COVID relief payment. Of course, right now, the Senate is in recess until the 17th of July. Mm-hmm. So if they do something, it's going to have to be, uh, or no, it's fairly soon. It's next month they take off to the 17th. They have a, they're off for their break. They come back. They get a couple of weeks in, and then they're gone for most of August. So it's either going to have to happen right away when they get back from their 4th of July break, or we're going to have to wait until September. The president has already signaled that not only does he support another payment, but he actually thinks it should be higher. My attitude, and I know some of you out there are like, oh, you're contributing to the welfare state. These are unprecedented circumstances. This is not an unreasonable expenditure of public funds, in my opinion. Right. You'd be like, okay, I agree. think about all the crap we waste money on. Right. Okay, this one, I think we can choke it up a little bit. You know, uh, instead of funding, well, I was going to say Congress's salaries or something, other, something <laughs> you know, right. similarly worthless and poor in value, how about we do it? The they've got to they've got to do something. You want to talk about a way that the president can face and the and the GOP can face real problems this fall. Go ahead and 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 say no, we're not doing another payment because that has become a linchpin issue. People are going to identify those disaster relief payments with whether or not Congress cares about them. Right. So I'm out there and I'm saying, you know, hey, listen, I have to agree. I think at this point, you know, you have to pull that trigger. But uh, it's it's there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that. See. Trump has already signaled that he would support the idea. And, of course, the Democrats keep going, if we want to, it's them stopping us. And what they don't say is that they keep hanging all this crap this crap on <laughs> these bills that has nothing to do with COVID relief. And they do it on, it's called a poison pill. They do it on purpose. They want to say that they offered a bill and the evil GOP stopped them. Right. You know, but they know exactly why. Anyway, so 
And I pointed out, you know, one of the biggest problems here is that because the Trump and the Democrat Party have become such such uh, they are so antagonistic toward each other at this point, the Democrats motivated entirely, no matter what the issue, by their hatred of Trump. Right. When it comes to legislative action, they are motivated on a bigger scale. They're motivated by hatred of Jews and hatred of America, too. But when it comes to legislative action, they whatever they're going to do. It's, if Trump's for it, they're against it. Trump could come out tomorrow and say, I'm gonna, we're going to spend $2 trillion to try and cure cancer, and the Democrats would be like, why do you hate oncologists? Right, right. I mean, that, that's what they would do. They are motivated purely by rage at this point. Mm-hmm. And I pointed out, I said, one of the problems you're going to have to solve here is the fact that the Democrat Party has become, has, they are now motivated entirely by hate. They have become violently unhinged, and the president's a jackass. Right. So, you know, it's going to be tricky. And, and, it, as you talk about American culture on the skids, and we talked last week about this because my mom is in a mood about this stuff, <laughs> that we're just not being represented by good quality people. No, that the American not. fortunes, whether you support Trump, you don't support Trump, you're a conservative, you're a liberal, whatever you are, are in essence being held hostage by this, this poop fight in the monkey cage that is Washington, D.C. Right. And it does, and essentially, it doesn't matter who wins, because they're still going to be motivated only by whatever got them there. Right. You know, Trump is going if, and I hate to say this because I know a lot of you are Trump supporters, and you're going to be like, "Oh man, I can't believe you said that." But if Trump wins this fall, I have this concern that he's going to spend six to eight months doing a touchdown dance as opposed to doing his job. And of course, if the Democrats win this fall, they're going to try and impose socialism every way they can, which will be a disaster. Right. Meanwhile, all around us, what we're seeing is a total breakdown of any rules of civility. In the last few weeks, we have gone from, uh, I would call it a detente. I wouldn't say we were being, we were getting along fairly well because we don't get along fairly well, the sides of American politics. But it hadn't been that bad. Then the murder of George Floyd happened. Then the usual vultures came in to turn turn him into a hood ornament for, you know, burning down American cities. Right. You know, the Antifa terrorists, and I would remind you again, Antifa is not a new group, nor are they an independent group. They used to call themselves the Occupy people. They're just Democrats, and they uh, they operate at and with the endorsement and urging of the Democrat Party. So don't be fooled by any of this. We've got to a point now where they're tearing, they're just, they're just mom earmuffs. Three, two, one. They're just breaking shit because they can. Right. I mean, you know, they're pulling down statues of U.S. Grant. They pulled down a statue of an abolitionist up in Minneapolis because he was white right. and they didn't know any better. There was the one with the Massachusetts. Uh, the 54th Massachusetts. Yeah, I mean, that which I'm like, hey, guess what? Well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you why. That's extra dumb with lettuce and cheese. Right. And as I predicted a week ago, they're after Mount Rushmore, which you knew they would be. Oh, yeah. Which you knew they would be. Anything at this point, the NFL is starting to, to crumble, where oh, they're yeah. going to start with the Black National Anthem before games this season. That's, I heard something. I, I didn't even. This one. is not, I'm not trying to be you know obtuse about this. I did not know that there was a song that apparently some African Americans consider their national anthem. Hey, listen, you can do what, I keep saying this about, about football specifically, but sports, because a lot of my friends that are conservatives are like, I'm not going to watch because blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Right. I don't care what Colin Kaepernick thinks. 
I don't care what you know, songs they play. I don't care if you kneel, if you stand on your head, if you do the splits and cartwheels, fine. All I care about is that the game is good and that if you're on my fantasy team, you pile up the points. That's it. Uh, you know, I love uh, football. I do not care about the politics. Play the game and do whatever the hell you want the rest of the time. <laughs> I typically don't catch the national anthem because I'm still getting a snack out of the refrigerator. Yeah, I mean, that's I walk right. in, I walk in, and they're kicking <laughs> off. I'm like, okay, great, perfect oh, timing. Oh, they're uh, wait a minute, they're getting ready for the national anthem, and it's beer time. Yep, bathroom. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying. But they're turning it in. They're, it's an American institution, so obviously it must be destroyed. Right, it must be remade right. in their image. Uh, and we've said before on this program that whether or not you call the NBA the most American sport or, you know, you say, well, baseball is America's pastime. And I'm like, I would go ahead and argue that the sport with which we are most closely identified and maintains the strongest American roots is football. Yeah. I mean, basketball, yeah. we don't win the gold medal every time in basketball. No, it's uh, we Lithuania. Cer- <laughs> we certainly don't win the gold medal every time, you know, in baseball. We are good. Right. Look at Major League Baseball. There are a crap ton of dudes in Major League Baseball who are not from the United States. Absolutely. Fine. Fine. Whatever. The NFL, there is, okay, put it to you this way. If there is one sport where if it was introduced in the Olympics, it would be the beatings would be worse than in '92 when the Dream Team went over the, uh, to Barcelona. It would be American football. <laughs> if they put American football in the Olympics, it will be, the the scores would be stupid. Right. I mean, it would just it would be pointless to that point. So, obviously, American football is take the NFL is taking it in the pants the hardest right now because it is the most easily American right. identified. So, of course, the Democrats hate it, and it needs to be changed completely. I'm like, I do whatever the hell you want. Just play play a good 60 minutes, and I don't care. Right. I agree. You know, that's that for me. is that the, But they're after that one now, and they're going to do that. I'm like, I didn't even know there was a, a black national anthem. It's not the national anthem. It's not racist to say that, by the way. We talk about, uh, as, we, as, as we discuss American culture on the skids, it is not racist to point out that we do have a, you can call Lift Every Voice whatever you want. It's a nice song. Sing it. Enjoy. Have fun. Call it your your national anthem. It is not the national anthem. Right. Okay. Right. I, I mean, just to put that out there, just to remind people, as we take these institutions that are under attack for no other reason than they are identified as traditionally American that doesn't change what they are, okay? You can burn an American flag. It doesn't change the fact that that's the American flag. Right. You can say, I hate your stupid national anthem. I'm going to kneel. I'm going to sing a different song and bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Fine. It doesn't change the fact that it is the national anthem. You're right. Okay? Tell, tell me, not my president. Fine. Yeah, it, but he still is. is. He <laughs> still is. You Go know ahead. what? Barack Obama was the most corrupt and, and was the most ugly and divisive president of the modern era mm. okay corruption could be equaled uh warren harding's administration was probably more corrupt right than well barack obama's uh although i think you could make a case that the far-reaching effects of obama's corruption continue to reverberate through today right whereas nobody gives a damn what happened to the teapot dome in 1917 or whatever right right saying but um he's still your president yeah, still, Barack Obama president. was my, my president. president. I couldn't stand him. I recognized correctly that he was a disaster of a president, but he was my president. Right. Trump is your president. Bush was your president. Clinton was my president. He's still your president. Right. Stop right. it. Now they're going after Mount Rushmore. Of course, Trump being Trump, seeing 
that the and and as I predicted on this program, they're going to do this because everything old and everything, especially if it's old and American, must be destroyed. They're going to go full Taliban and want to wreck it, right? Like the Taliban does with stuff that they right, don't like, right? Uh, and I would again, I don't think, and I, that's not hyperbole, by the way. Right. That's not hyperbole. The Democrat media complex behavior through its foot soldiers in the so-called Antifa movement, et cetera, uh, has become virtually indistinguishable from the Taliban. They're even killing people. Right. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, the Democrat Party is the American Taliban. What did the Taliban do when there were statues in Afghanistan that they didn't like? They blew them up. Blew them up. And what does the Democrat Party want to do to Mount Rushmore? They want to destroy it. Mm -hmm. They want to get rid of it. And I'm telling another thing. I hope the National Park Service is, you know, on the job. I hope those boys are on their toes out there. Because now that the Democrat media complex has identified Mount Rushmore as problematic. Right. One of them's going to take a shot. Somebody's going to go for it. You know, someone's going to do it. Someone's going to do it, and will be and will be lauded for it. The bravery. Someone will do it. I don't know if it's going to be with a can of spray paint or explosives. I, I would expect the spray paint first. It will. Is someone that's where we start? We are within months. I or, feel or, like, or there'll be you know because they are so ingenious. You know. Oh, again, the, brave, uh, the bravery. I, I'm going to throw a, a Molotov cocktail at it, which would be so dumb. <laughs> Because it would just burn off. And it would make. It, there'd be like a scorch mark. Great, on it and be great, like, okay. great. Lincoln looks like he's got a black booger now. Right, okay, let's go. Way, way to go, Moonbeam. Yeah. You struck a blow for the resistance today. Good job. But there, of course, Trump being Trump, what did he do? He goes out there, throws a big fireworks show. There's a ton of people. Nobody's oh, yeah, wearing yeah. masks. The whole nine yards. And don't be fooled. As much as I enjoy the pomp and pageantry, as much as the next person. At least 50% of Trump's motivation was to stick his thumb in the Democrat media complex's oh, yeah. eye. Oh, yeah. It's like, ah, you guys hate all this stuff. So I'm literally in front of Mount Rushmore giving a speech, calling you out. And his speech was not wrong, by the way. His speech was not off the mark. No. These are the reason that we are divided. These people. Right. The Democrat media complex is the cause of the division and rage in America. And most of the division and rage is being espoused by them. So Trump's not wrong. Right. Trump's not wrong at all. But, you know, if we start talking about things that have to have their names changed because they're not sufficiently woke or whatever, and we're going to run out of, it's going to get really, like Google Maps is going to become unusable. It's <laughs> like, what if you want to go to like, I don't know, the Jefferson Memorial outside Washington, D.C.? How the hell is Google Maps going to get you there when you can't say Washington or Jefferson anymore? Exactly. And there's like, colleges and universities like there's entire states like i'm wondering uh well among other forget states i mean if the woke mob gets their way what are we going to call the nation's capital because washington district of columbia that's two-thirds non-woke man i mean we can't have washington and a place named for columbus i mean come on But there, it's it's filtering through. Of course, they're they're going to try and get the Redskins to change their name. They're trying. I guess they're gonna. I guess is the thing now. Andover. Well, yeah. Just <laughs> change. That I was going to call them. I was thinking, you know, just fine. Uh, I mean, I really don't care. I'm not a Redskins fan, so right, I don't right. I'm like whatever. Fine. I mean, I just, this is one of those things like the Braves and the Indians and the Seminoles and blah 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 blah. And all the colleges have already done it, et cetera. And I'm like, this is not. You don't name your team after someone you think is pathetic. Like right, it's not like right. they're the Washington mice or like the Washington <laughs> Adam Schiffs or something. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, fine, change the damn. See, this kind of stuff doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people because I'm just like, well, you're going to, you're, you're, if you're going to whine about it, fine. If the, whoever has the name, in this case, Dan Snyder and the Washington Redskins, they, if they're like, well, we want to buckle to it, then fine, buckle to it. I don't care. It's that's you, you know, that's all you and your merchandise. Have fun with that. Right. Have fun explaining that to your fans. My, my advice to you is go for an animal or, uh, you know, eat, you know, yeah, go for an animal of some okay. kind or a bird or something of that the nature. Washington because... screaming eagles of go. patriotism. Yeah, so you don't want to do that because somewhere, somewhere along the line is going to be, well, you can't, you know. Well, no, like, the Philadelphia Eagles might object to the Washington that, Eagles well, this being. This is true. Right? But, uh, I don't know. But well, like calling them the Nationals. Okay, well, somebody eventually Washington is going to come after that. Sheep. The Washington sheep. The Washington lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what the Cleveland Indians are going to do. Uh, yeah, because obviously, if if the Washington Redskins are verboten, and I use the German specifically because it just it sounds good and fascist, and that's what we're, kind of we're talking about here. Right, people that are freaking soccer fans demanding an NFL team change their name. <laughs> uh, but I'm wondering what the Indians are going to do because if Redskins is verboten, then Indians have got to go. I mean, how, I think I think I've come on, I've settled on the right answer though. How far? For the, behind, how far behind can the Braves be? I mean, well, I realize it's you know symbolizing you know brave. Yeah, Indians, but still, but still, but still it is an exploitation of Native American exactly. culture. But I know what I know what the Indians should do. They should be the Cleveland Elizabeth Warrens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that way, you know, they can maintain their ties to their history, but just like one one thousand twenty fourth of their time. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, uh, but you know we got to if we're going to change everything you know and I'm not oh. one of these guys that's all like oh well you can't do that because you're giving away your history some history is bad okay like the whole thing with the confederate monuments i i think that they're ridiculous i think the idea of having them up is ridiculous right but whatevs with your heritage and bibbidi bobbidi boo but not all of this stuff needs to be erased from history not all of this stuff first of all everything in history is tainted badly somewhere along the line oh yeah absolutely none of these guys were perfect none of them were perfect right no. Yes, Washington owned slaves. Yes, Jefferson owned slaves. Yes, Hamilton. Actually, uh, it's. I'm wondering about that. When you know, because everything that's that we can link to something bad in the gotta past, got to get rid of it. Has got to go. Uh, but Hamilton is all woke because of that goofballs play. Right, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. What a douche. <laughs> that guy's a douche. I'm going to stop my show so I can yell at the vice president. And everyone's like, oh, he's so woke. And I'm like, no, he's just kind of a, he's a douchebag. Right. It was a crappy thing to do. If I bought tickets and that had happened, I would have been like, uh, I want my money back. Yeah, no, no. I didn't come for this guy to make a, an extemporaneous political speech. Right. I came here to watch this show. But does Hamilton get a pass because of Lin-Manuel Miranda? Because one of the jobs that Alexander Hamilton had before Aaron Burr put a bullet in him, among other things, Right. Was uh, he managed the book? He managed the books for his wife's family's Caribbean slave trade. Hmm. I mean, he literally. So hmm. you know, hey, I just wonder if all of this stuff's got to go, man. What, what are we gonna? I mean, it's gonna be John Adams is gonna be our first president. Yeah, and then you gotta wait till Lincoln John, or, so or from, John Quincy Adams will be our second okay. one. John, then probably Lincoln. All right, so you go from two to five to sixteen, mm-hmm. and then you know, I don't know. Uh, 
I just uh, like this weekend with the Mount Rushmore thing. They're freaking out about it. And I'm like, right. I've noticed that the Democrat media complex's objection to Mount Rushmore is fairly newfangled because it was just a couple years ago that Bernie Sanders was running for president. Remember in 2016, and he visited Mount Rushmore and gave a speech about how inspiring it was to be there under the visages of those great men. Right. I'm like, wait, so they're not great anymore? No. Interesting. Interesting. It's convenient that they've just discovered their objection to it now. And as I pointed out earlier, it has nothing to do with whether or not Washington and Jefferson owned slaves or whatever the hell else they're objecting to. It's entirely because... The right seems to like Mount Rushmore, so therefore it is bad and must be destroyed. Right. And like when your motivation is pure, and hell, Obama went there and did a photo op. Right. When your motivation is that simplistic, then you're not, it's, we have to address these concerns that they broach because they make so much damn noise, but that doesn't make them legitimate. Right. Like if I go stand in front of, you know, the, the U.S. Capitol and say, I'm going to sit here and hold my breath until they pass a law saying Ben equals awesome. It doesn't mean they're going to have to clear me out at some point. They will have to address me. Right. But that doesn't mean that my complaint was legitimate. I'm like, I'm going to stand right here in the door. No one's getting in or out until they pass a law saying, you know, House resolution, whatever. The Ben is awesome bill, which right. they should do, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I think. But. Oh, but it, that's that would be stupid. But you would it, sure you would have to address me. You got to get somebody get rid of the crazy guy in the well. Okay, we got to get rid of him. Right, I have to be addressed. But that doesn't mean I, I'm being treated legitimate. That doesn't make my concerns legit. Right, their concerns have to be addressed because they're a pain in the ass. Because they do things like vandalize the vehicles that were going to take people to the speech yesterday. They were doing that. Right, they were slashing tires, blocking the road, etc. By the way, that didn't last very long. No. When the president of the United States of... Hey, kids, here's a little tip from your buddy Ben. If the president of the United States, regardless of party, is involved, if you try to block access to it, the guys that are going to make sure you move are not the guys that are going to try and get you off, you know, I-35 in Minneapolis on a Monday morning at 8 o'clock. Right. Now you get to meet the heavies. Because when it comes to the president of the United States, the dudes that handle that do not mess around. And they, they are not bipartisan. No, no. You got to go right. now. Don't, don't care if you're coming at Obama or no, if you're no, coming no. at Trump. Are you, mess, are you in any way creating a situation that could lead to, the conf, to confusion or whatever that might endanger the safety of the president? Then you got to go. Right. And you got to go now. Among the dudes that were there for that, by the way, when they started moving them out of there, mm -hmm. obviously the libs were not concerned about the park rangers. The park ranger's like, hey, you got to go. And they're like, hey, screw you, park ranger. Whatever, fine. Uh, the Among the dudes that showed up, first they had some guys from the nearby airbase. Right. And they brought some MPs over from uh, the nearby airbase, which is fine. And, you know, those guys don't mess around. If you're running security on a, on a United States military facility, you know, you're probably a pretty tough dude. Right. That, uh, they brought some friends with them. I don't know if anybody noticed. You have to see the pictures of the guys who showed up to move the protesters out. Among them, you had the dudes with the unit patch from the air base. Then you had some other dudes that didn't have union, unit patches, but I couldn't help but notice a little SF on a lot of uniforms. SF. Special Forces. Yeah. I'm like, well, who are they? So I'm like, the heavies are here. Plus, you also have the Secret Service, and every one of those dudes is a human killing machine. So right. 
dudes and chicks, by the way. Yes. There are girls in the Secret Service. They badass a hell, too. Oh, hell yeah. If you're in yeah. the Secret Service, you yeah. that's one of the, I think that's the top qualification. Yeah. You have to be badass. Are you a badass? Okay, you are through to the second round. <laughs> will, will you serve at the pleasure of the president? All right. Will you next, take an oath? One. Will you yeah, take an next oath? Next round. Yeah, but uh, they're freaking out about it. And they're, oh, man, we can't have the, you know, my Mount Rushmore, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, God, you people are insufferable. You know, that's the thing is that you're insufferable. Right. You know, we talk about what we're going to do and, you know, what their objections are. But the reality is it's just children. They're, they act like children. And it's really irritating because I'm like, yeah. you know, this is not the time. Now is not a perfect time for you people to act like absolute kids. Right. And we can we can tie that back to what we were talking about earlier with Washington and COVID relief, that the Democrat media complex is deliberately trying to stop it from happening while acting like they do, right. act like they support it, purely out of animus. Right. As they are motivated, no matter what they do now, purely by animus. And it's like, you want to grab and be like, just use your words, man. Right. You know, come on. What are you, three? It's all the same thing, whether it is... Uh, you know, the MSNBC anchor, uh, the, the Maddow, yeah, Maddow, the, the, the cologne of Olbermann. Right. So she's up there this week and right before the job numbers came out, she's like, these job numbers are going to be terrible. And you know, she's overjoyed because bad economy is good for liberal right, right now. Right. That, another thing they want you to suffer because they think by you suffering, you will hate Trump and then vote for them. Right. So they're happy. Of course she was dead wrong as she so often is. But it's you watch her, and she's sitting there, and she can't suppress the smile. <laughs> she just wants things to go badly. Uh, or it's the legislator who is back to this. They've got another Russia story that they tried to pull this week. Right. Bounty gate. Right. Yeah, that lasted about 30 seconds. And then the DNI was like, uh, we vetted the story out. It wasn't credible. We didn't bother briefing the president. Right. And that was the end of it. But it's like, why would you even, why would you try to make that a sticking point? If you know that the intel is sketchy and you're the New York Times, why would you publish? Because you Especially if you've already been through the thing with BuzzFeed and the Steele dossier. Right. And what would be your motivation? I wonder, what would be the motivation of the Democrat media complex to develop a story that we know has already been debunked, feed it to our media outlets and whip up the, the mob into a frenzy over it. What, especially when you know it's bogus, what would be the motivation? Oh, that's right, because they hate Trump. Right. And they're willing to do that. They're willing to, they're willing to, oh, Trump is killing people, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, when you guys, uh, you guys actually ate and abetted Bo Bergdahl. Okay, right. you guys actually left people to die in Benghazi, but we're supposed to believe you. And then you guys actually tried to float the Steele dossier as legit intel. And now we're supposed to believe you that Trump is somehow working with Putin, really, <laughs> based on another story that. But again, why were they doing it? Because it's because they hate Trump. It right. gives them an opportunity to talk to you about how much they hate Trump and you should, too. Um, so I, uh, overall, I would say kind of a bad week for them as we ran up to Independence Day was not a great week for the Democrat media complex. Dude, is it ever a great week? for? Well, them? I mean, dude, they're a bunch of, they're, God, they're miserable. <laughs> hey, libs that listen to this, I know there are a couple of you. What the hell is wrong with you? I mean, God, go through life being that angry all the time. Jeez.
Yeah. I mean, they weren't really all that happy when Obama was in office. Damn, maybe I should be a Democrat because Why? I'm always angry. Yeah, you're about, you're about, no, but you're grumpy. You're not angry. You're right. right. You're right. Maybe shift gears here real quick at the last pod on the right here at laststopontheright.com. And, of course, on virtually every podcasting platform in the known universe, courtesy of the good people at America's Podcast Network, KLRN Radio. Dodnet. Um, also, real quick, Ron, check out our Twitter feed at Last Stop OTR. So you find cool stuff going on. Also, go to the website, laststopontheright.com. We've got some new memes that we've been doing and stuff. There's a link to this podcast, obviously, but you're already listening to us. You don't have to do that twice. No, that's true. Uh, I mean, you can if you yeah, want. Yeah, hey, listen, share it with a friend. But uh, also some new memes and stuff. Enjoy that. Uh, but not only was it not a great week for the Democrat media combo, of course, they might actually say that it was. They're like, well, we, we broke the NFL. I'm like, well, I guess congrats. <laughs> I mean, well, damn it. Why? Good good for you. Okay, that's great. We're making people change their names. Okay, that's complicated and, and unnecessary. But, uh, I mean, if this is the stuff that makes you happy. But all in all, I would suggest to you, because uh, if you're an average American, and you're saying, I want, you know, talk about COVID relief. I need something from Washington to let me know that they are interested in my well-being. Right. And all you're getting from the Democrat media complex is Mount Rushmore is a monument to the white devil slave master. Well, you know what? If you got to make your bills next month and you're not sure you're going to be able to without some kind of relief from the government, them going, well, we don't have anything for you, but but we did pull down that statue of U.S. Grant in San Francisco. So, hey. You're you know, welcome. You're welcome. Congratulations. Uh, but uh, speaking of Democrats that had a bad week, um, the Antifa terrorists. Yeah. The ones in Seattle. Oh. Huh. They, uh, the mayor of Seattle, who spent all month telling us how they were wonderful because, you know, she just bent over and grabbed her ankles for them. Right. Telling us how wonderful they are. And it was a largely peaceful protest. Of course, it was none of those things. It was right. a violent, dangerous area in which homicides occurred with. Mm-hmm. Alarming frequency, but expected because anytime Democrat control a place, it's only a matter of time before people start dying. <laughs> right. Uh, but she went and cleared it out. She finally had enough. And uh, I don't remember what her mo- what her, her stated rationale was, but they cleared it out this week. Aww. And of course, they left behind a mountain of trash. Because another oh, yeah. thing, they always give, they're always on you about how, well, you don't care enough about the planet and the environment. You're a climate denier and all the rest of it. And any time more than about 10 of these guys end up in the same place, they always leave behind a mountain of garbage. Yep. So, yeah. In addition to the fun things that Seattle got to do this week, clear out a bunch of terrorists and clean up after them. Yay. <laughs> They're not, however, the only ones that had a bad week this week. Really? Who else? Tell me, Ben. Well, I tell you. See, there's this lady. What's her name? How do you say it? Ghislaine Maxwell? How do you say that first name? Uh, you know, I... <laughs> Ghislaine, Ghislaine. Uh, she was... Something of that nature. She uh, was, she was uh, Jeff Epstein's fixer. Right. That's, she, that's Jeff Epstein's girl Friday. Right. She'd been on the run for a minute. Um, ever since Epstein... <clears throat> killed himself <clears throat> right um she'd been bouncing around trying to stay one step ahead of johnny law because they'd like to talk to her obviously well uh and they ran a, they they caught up to her uh on a on a, in a house in new hampshire that she had bought through a shell corporation where she apparently had been hiding there for some time because the neighbors in the area were like oh is that who that is yeah she'd been here for a minute <laughs> 
But uh, they caught up to her, and they got some questions they would like to ask her right. about her former boss's proclivities and the proclivities of those with whom her former boss cavorted. Hmm. Among those people would be none other than the 42nd president of the United States, William Jefferson Clinton, who made 31 separate trips on Epstein's plane the Lolita Express to <laughs> Pedo Paradise. The fact that these guys were so completely insulated from consequence by virtue of money and power that they actually called the plane that they flew down to rape teenage girls on the Lolita Express tells you how bent these people are. Right. Bill Clinton made 31 trips, actually three dozen visits to Pedo Paradise. Three dozen? Mm -hmm. Dude. I mean, essentially that's you coughing up big money to go get nasty with a, a, a kid. Right. I'm like, good Lord. On three, I get that his marriage with Hillary is probably not all that fulfilling. <laughs> okay. But if you're in a marriage that's not all that fulfilling and your first thought is 14-year-old girls, then then buddy, she may, the wife, even if it's Hillary, may not be the problem. No, you're right. But uh, there are a lot of people that should be shaking their boots right now. I, granted, the joke is that there is no way she makes it to a courtroom. Right. That there are way too many people, way too invested in making man, sure she doesn't. Man, but I think if they protect her, she's going to spill it. Well, you know, I mean, the DOJ grabbed her. Right. Now, the question, of course, a lot of people are asking is, why the hell was she back in the United States? My guess would be that Interpol is probably about to release a, a red notice. Right. Where that means that they'd pick her up no matter where she was. Right. Like, you get popped for a speeding ticket in, in Bern, Switzerland, and they're like, uh, oh, you're her? Yeah, hang on. You're coming with us. Yes. Uh, the FBI is sending couriers over to grad, so they're going to brown bag you in a minute here. Right. And you're going to be gone. Now, I would say this, though. The, the fact that Trump's, because the new thing now, of course, with all the, the Democrat media complex, they're trying to find a way to link Trump to Epstein. They're like, well, you know, they had dinner together and they partied at Mar-a-Lago. I'm like, yeah. At Mar-a-Lago. Right. There's the famous photograph floating around that shows Maxwell, Epstein, Trump, and and Melania, not yet Trump. She wasn't married to Trump yet at the time. Right. And they're like, look, they're partying together. I'm like, yeah, that's Trump. That's Epstein and Maxwell, and they are with Trump, but they're at Trump's house, not Epstein's house. Right. And the woman in the picture with Trump is not a 14-year-old girl. It's his future wife. Right. So, eh, nice try, guys. But I would also, I think they're nervous as hell because the fact that Trump's DOJ picked him up, picked her up, would suggest that Trump is like, no, no, grab her. Hey, if Trump was like linked big oh, time to oh, Epstein, yeah, oh, yeah. he would have been like, let's let's leave her, leave her there for the moment. You know, let her let's let the next president grab this one. But no, they right. picked her up, and obviously, the I, it's hard to know whether or not the protection would be significant no matter who it is. The U.S. Marshal Service is pretty good at their jobs. But once they're inside some county lockup, all bets are off, as we learned with Epstein. Right. Unless, you know, it's, I mean, it is possible that Epstein really did kill himself, I guess. Okay. I mean, that's possible. Sure. 
But all, I mean, come on. And if if Epstein had enemies that didn't want him to talk. Possible I'm going to win the lottery tonight, too. Yeah, man, I'm going to go buy me a scratch-off ticket just because I said that out loud. But seriously, if they pick her up, then you know she's got all the goods. Right. Because the reality is that if you don't know how these people operate, the fixer tends to know more than the boss does. Because the fixer is the last doorway between the boss and the world. Right. So the fixer knows the stuff the boss didn't hear. So she knows everything. Mm-hmm. Among the guys on the list, we joke about Bill Clinton being on the list of people that should be sweating bullets right now. Uh, Prince Andrew. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. It's like, hello, Prince Andrew. Yeah, we got a call for you from the uh, from the P- Buckingham Palace. Your mom called. She says, you need to get your ass home now. Right. I that it's. When you got guys like that who are caught up in it, and I'm sure there are some names on the list that are even worse, because one thing that, you know, I mean, you got guys like Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton, okay, but they're very public people. Yes, they can get away with having people whacked, as Hillary has allegedly demonstrated, but they do have to move more carefully because they are being scrutinized. Right. But let's say among the people that went to Pedo Paradise on the Lolita Express, some of them aren't politicians. Some of them are just obscenely wealthy individuals. Right. Obscenely wealthy individuals who keep a low profile are significantly more dangerous than politicians. Right. Because if there's some Russian oil baron who doesn't want his name mentioned in federal court, then she doesn't make it to the courthouse no matter who the hell is protecting her. Right. Because those guys can hire like ex-Spetsnaz dudes to go <laughs> whack her. <laughs> well, you know, they didn't. And Russians do not give a damn about killing people. Right, right. So you, you wonder, you wonder what would happen. But the fact that this is happening right now, no, I don't think it was politically motivated. I think the, uh, I think the feds got wind of where she was and like, we're going to grab her up. Right. So they've got her right now. It's July. How, if, let's say it takes them a couple of weeks to get her where they need to arrive. I'm not even, they, I guess they arraigned her in a, in a court, a federal, one of the district courts in, in I think, Manch Vegas, Manchester, New Hampshire. Right. That's, I, I doubt that's where the trial will be held. Right. Wherever they end up, it's going to be a media circus. They're going to need some time to set up for it. So they start the ball rolling and say, it's July now, let's guess early September. Okay. That's me drinking coffee on the air right there. What happens if she starts spilling names in, oh, I don't know, mid-October? Oh, yeah. Well, I just, uh, what happens if, right? I mean, that could be beyond a disaster. Right. I mean, that would be, man, she could really nuke a bunch of people right there. I mean, who they, they've got Biden at the top of their, their list. They're probably going to link him. Well, actually, we got a story about that in a second, but... I don't think Joe Biden probably ever rode the Lolita Express. No. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I'm going to He's got the balls just to do it out in public. Just... Yeah, well, I, he's, yeah. He, he lacks the compunction necessary to hide it like Yeah, that. maybe that's better no, than the No, I, I just, I will be fair. I'm not a big fan of his politics, and I think the fact that this guy, I actually feel bad for him. I said it before here in the last part on the right that I'm like, let the guy go home, for God's sake. He right. has no idea what's going on most days. But I don't think Joe Biden's that kind of guy. Right. His son clearly was. <clears throat> yes. But I don't think, and his other son clearly is. But I don't think Joe's like that. But some big time people are going to be linked to it. And if they're all Democrats and some of them are heavyweight Democrat money guys, that could really screw things up for them. Yeah. Or if it's big media people. True. 
Now, granted, Matt Lauer already took himself out of contention, but there are others. <laughs> you know, well, I just think he's in game. You know, there are other people. What if, what if, what's his face, Zucker from CNN, uh, whatever. It's, you know, the guy, Phil, what's his face from CNN. What if he's on the list? Right. You know, what if, uh, exactly, you could go with that. What if a bunch of big Democrat money bag men are on that list? Right. <laughs> that can get exciting fairly quickly. Uh, speaking of Biden, I'm going to shift gears abruptly here. So I want to get this in as we run toward the uh, the last few minutes we have with you today on the last pod on the right. Here at Last Stop on the Right and, of course, through America's Podcast Network. K-L-R-N Radio dot net. Um, saw a bit this week. I don't know if you saw this. Elizabeth Warren name was floated as well i guess the story was that conversations are now taking place involving elizabeth warren being biden's running mate because she would strengthen his progressive cred i'm like i wonder if the conversations are being had between elizabeth warren and the newspapers that are writing those stories because <laughs> yeah, her polling would suggest that she would have uh bring in about one 1024th the votes they would need to put him over the top right you got to well, you know, it's uh, it's electoral politics. You got to lock down that all important fake Native American demographic. Right. Thing. We'll get those votes in. I do not think. I actually kind of hope that he picks her because she's a shrill, vicious, angry, far left harpy, and she's white as a sheet. So their whole racial thing goes right out the window when they You're give us right. a pair of rich white people whose average age is seventy. Let me do the math in my head here real quick. Uh, 71. Right. The average age of Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren, if I'm remembering their ages correctly, is 71. How old is she? I think she's 65. God dang. What? She looked terrible. I thought no, she was, I like, know, I I know, thought she was like 80. I No, she's not as old as he is. <laughs> I mean, they're all... They she's all not old, as old as he is. I would have figured I, I might be getting 70. there. Her, her, she is, she might be 68. Man. She might be 68. She's <laughs> not 70 yet. But they, uh, but she's she's not seventy yet. But she's in her late sixties, and he's obviously old as the hills and fading fast. I just I'm looking at them going. You're going to go through all this stuff where you tell us that everything connected to if if it involved white people in history, then it equals bad, right? Right. And then they're going to give us two old white people, uh, one of whom uh, has links to a segregationist past, Joe Biden. Yes. His prospective top running mate candidate called him a segregationist on stage in front of the whole country. She apparently has gotten over that. But we all remember Kamala Harris flat out accused Joe Biden of being behind the racist busing program. Right. Which would suggest to you again that Democrat principles only go so far as they get, can get them elected. Right. They don't, none of that, they don't believe in anything. But uh, Elizabeth Warren, so did you find out how old is she? 71. She's 71. Okay, yep. she's older than I thought she was. 71. She's 71. Yep. Okay, so their average age is like 76 then. So, yeah. And their average net worth is somewhere in the 4 to $5 million range. And their average color is white as hell. Well, Just no, Elizabeth, you know, because he said he was going to pick a woman of color. And I'm like, well, she is a color. <laughs> Stop. I mean, it, it, wood putty is a color. <laughs> Tile grout is a color. She's not even, she's more. Play-Doh is a color. She's more eggshell. Parchment is a color. Not... What's the most uh, common uh, color of paint sold? 
Navajo white. Navajo white. And oh, in, not anymore. Yeah, well, and not no. I guess she would say it was Cherokee white, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's fine. They're gonna go with that. I just I got a kick out of that. I was like, yeah, Elizabeth Warren. I hope so. Uh, as, but as we wrap up today, kids, I want to remind you um, that all of this, all of this stuff that we talk about, and I was talking with my mom, you know, I like talking with my mom. My mom's smart. She mm-hmm. says smart things. Uh, one of the things that we realize. She is, no the, matter, she is the executive producer of the show, so. Okay, <laughs> sure. Mom, you just got producer's credit. Congratulations. Um, one of the things that I can't help but notice Every single one of the topics we discuss here at Last Pot on the Right that they're going to discuss on the vastly superior podcasts available through KLRN, right. which are much better and higher quality, or, or wherever, all of them are rooted in the same thing. The Democrat Party lacks principle except that they hate you. Right. You are either a part of their effort... Or you are not only expendable, but you are uh, uh, vestigial. They want you gone. Yeah, you're an enemy of the state. Even if you're one of them, if you step out of line, it's there's no like, hey, listen, we disagree. You should get back in line. The moment you see, you're gone. Right. You're, they're going after their own media people. That's, that's... They go after their own politicians. You step off that woke line, and it's it becomes an instantly. It becomes an Orwell novel, and your boxer. Uh, you know, I was going to say it seems pretty Stalinistic. Well, exactly. It's the same thing. Well, that's what or- that's Orwell based the politics in his books a lot on how Stalin actually right. operated. Right. But, but you my, remember, my top general did what? Yep, kill him. Well, like I said, and I said this last week, eventually even Boxer goes to the glue factory. Exactly. You know, and he was a, a valiant servant of the state, but. Take a look at Ken and Karen and uh, the McCluskeys in uh, uh, St. Louis there, right? These are Democrats. These are Democrat donors. These are wealthy Democrat bagmen. They're also lawyers, and they're Black Lives Matter supporters. But now they are white racist, su- white supremacist, racist, Nazi, fascist, gun-toting, lunatic, terrible people. Why? Because they went outside in front of their house with guns and told terrorists to get the hell off their lawn right of course the media characterized those protesters as peaceful i'm like if you saw what they did to to the gate it's i was supposed to say it's a gated community that's not peaceful and it was uh uh the they it was a big metal gate they ripped it off its hinges Uh, i'm like if i'm sitting in my house and the gate is being ripped down by a large group of people who have demonstrated across the country repeatedly that they cannot be trusted to behave like adults and cannot be trusted not to become violent. My first thought is somebody is going to be in my crosshairs. I'm not sure I would have gone out on the front lawn. I might've just been up in the window, you know, just up there. And I have like a, you know, just would have like a big powerful flashlight, click it a couple times, let them know that I'm up there watching. They look up, they see me looking at them from behind the, the scope on a rifle and they think twice. Right. I'm not sure I would have gone on the front lawn. But you know what? Hey, Ken Karen, fine. Right. Also, Handle you, your business. Uh, also, you need to work on your muzzle discipline. Yes, well. And Karen, keep your damn finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Come on. I mean, that's like basic stuff. Right. Ken, stop sweeping the damn lawn with the damn muzzle. <laughs> at one point, he, he at multiple times, he had that thing pointed at his own wife. <laughs> and then I get under pressure, a lot of bets are off. I mean, you have a large group of potentially violent terrorists on your front lawn. Right. Yelling at, and the message that these people have been espousing for at least a couple of months is that burn it down. Right. You know, 
I I have no issue with it. I'm no. like, yeah, because these guys either. might set my f- house on fire. They've done it before. I don't care what party you are. But, uh, you know, so uh, under a high-stress situation, an overweight middle-aged lawyer, maybe I can be forgiven for forgetting muzzle discipline. Right. But by and large, hey, kids, if you're going to confront a large mob with a firearm, that does not mean that the rules of muzzle discipline are off the table. Don't point the damn thing at something until you are, unless you are prepared to put a bullet in it. Right. Because it only takes one slip and you did anyway. Right. Behave. But I got to be honest with you, dude, they got excoriated. These are Democrats. These are the good guys until last week. Now we're out there on the outs. Karen's gun looked like one of those little novelty cigarette lighters or something. I looked, actually, it looked like a... I, I couldn't really tell. It looked pretty small. It looked like a Walther PPKS to me, <laughs> which is a, a slightly smaller version of the gun that James Bond made famous. Right. But whatever. It was a pistol. It, I'm going to guess it was a 380. I couldn't see it very clearly. Obviously, we know what he had. Right. He knew he had the rifle that's capable of going out and shooting people by itself. According, yes, to the absolutely. Same, according to the same people that were looking down the business end of it last weekend. It's an assault rifle. It likes to assault people. I have absolutely no issue with it. I have not. But all of this comes back to the same thing. We talk about the cancel culture, et cetera. This is all rooted in the Democrat media complex's hatred of you. Right. Okay? And yes, you might be the wokest dude on your block. But I can tell you, we are approaching a moment in which if you, if they all said from now on, Ben and Jerry's is the only ice cream because that's the one, they're the wokest. You show up eating haagen you might think that's not a big whoop. They'll kill you for that at some point. At some point, we're going to reach that moment. Right. Where it's because if you're not 100% on their page all the time, they don't not only don't have any use for you, but they want you gone. And we joke and say, well, it's going to be over ice cream. You, if you think that's ha-ha funny hyperbole, you, I don't think that's that crazy. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is, is voice something that is not basically verbatim part of their dogma, and you're an enemy of them, and, and as we've seen from them. If you are an enemy of them, they don't mind if you die. Right. They'll burn, they'll burn your house down with you in it. Mm-hmm. They don't care. That's where we are. Kids, I know it's the 4th of July weekend, and the 4th of July weekend is just going by for those of you who are just picking up the podcast at a later date. We make it convenient for you that way. Um, maybe now is a time to reflect on the, upon the fact that this last time this country was this divided, uh, we got in a really bloody war. Mm-hmm. And we, it was a home and home. I mean, it was basically, we had a scrimmage and a lot of dudes died. Right. A lot of dudes died. Not saying the Civil War wasn't fought for a good reason, because slavery is bad. Right. Okay, that's obvious. But that's the last time we were there. I don't. I think at this point we are more divided than we were in the sixties. Yeah, I could. Uh, which equal in which equally obnoxious and ill-educated and annoying people took control of the of the narrative on the left. Right. So you know, yay. But uh, hey, now is a moment for us to try and I would like for us to try and reassert the fact that patriotism is not a punchline. You know, I'm not I'm not the biggest flag waver in the world. And we were joking before we came on the air today. We were joking about the fact that I do not own a single item of clothing that has an American flag on it, except I take that back. My body armor has an American flag uh, Velcro patch, hook and loop patch. Nice. That's it. I don't have. It's yeah, just I don't not. Think I, I don't think I do either. I'm not. A, I've just. It's not a big thing for me. Right. But those are symbols. Okay. The American flag is a symbol. Mount Rushmore is a symbol. Lincoln Memorial is a symbol. All of this stuff is symbolic. But what it's symbolic of 
is an idea that, you know what, you can be, if you get to America, that in America, you have these liberties, not because we give them to you, but because we recognize them. Right. And they want to take them from you by any means necessary. So take a moment when you're not eating a hot dog or whatever, drinking a beer, doing whatever, and reflect on, I'm not saying vote for Trump because blah, blah, blah. You don't have to vote for Trump. Right. Reflect on the fact that we are approaching an election that may very well dictate the future course of America as impactfully as any has really since 1960. If ever. If 1860. Right. All right. So something to think about. Kids, we've had a good time this week. I hope you guys all enjoyed your 4th of July festivities. To all of our good friends out there, to the hog who should never apologize for not emailing me more frequently. He did that this week. I'm like, dude, you do not owe me an apology. To the Soto boy, sweet Jimmy Apollo. To all of my family, including, of course, my father, who is probably glad that this is over now. So he doesn't have to listen to it anymore. Mm -hmm. And my mom, who is, of course, our executive producer. Mm -hmm. And, of course, our good friends at America's Podcast Network, KLRNRadio.net. I am Ben Crystal. I'm old U.S., and that doesn't stand for Uncle Stimpleton or Uncle Stupid. It stands for Uncle Sam. God bless the U.S.A. Yeah! I'm Mike. This has been the last pod on the right. Until next time, y'all keep it short grass. Yeah. Sweet.